Things are getting creepy. Hey guys. Pretty spooky day today, huh? And even pretty cute. Love is the hardest, best thing that'll ever happen. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch this weekend. Friday, September 16th through Sunday, September 18th. We're counting down the weekend's top five must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. Abbott Elementary Emmy winner Quinta Brunson has reclaimed her time. Following Jimmy Kimmel's controversial bit as Brunson took the stage to accept her award for outstanding writing in a comedy series on Monday, the actress and series creator crashed Kimmel's opening monologue on his ABC Late Night Show Wednesday to finish her speech. Have a listen. You look great. You know you're... A little bit early for your interview. It's after the commercials. Oh, I know, I know. But I I just, I have a little favor to to ask, actually. Yeah, so you know how when you win an Emmy, you only have 45 seconds to do an acceptance speech, which is, like, not that much time? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. And then someone does, like, you get less time because someone does a dumb comedy bit that goes on a bit too long? You know, I have heard of that happening in in previous years. Right. Yeah, I have. Yeah. Well, I was wondering, or more... You know, demanding if I could, th- you know, have a couple of extra minutes to thank, you know, a couple of extra people. Oh, to I thank didn't some people on Monday night. Absolutely. Right. Right. Yes, okay. take all the time you okay. like. I'll go stand thank back you. here. Okay. So, thank you again <laughs> to the Academy for this amazing honor. I'd also like to thank. Randall Einhorn, Michelle Nader, Big Andy, Margie, Aaron Warrenberg and Channing Dungey, Craig Erwick, Adam Siegel, Persona PR, and all of the fans of the show. And, and the internet for raising me. And to all my Abbott Elementary writers watching, I wouldn't have this without you. Now, please go to bed. We have work tomorrow. Even though you're adults and I have no jurisdiction over when you sleep. Thank you. After interrupting his monologue, Brunson sat down with Kimmel for an interview to address the situation where he apologized for pulling the spotlight from her. You can watch that monologue and interview at EW.com. Saturday Night Live head honcho Lorne Michaels came through on his recent promise to add at least four cast members to the late night sketch comedy series. NBC announced Thursday that Marcelo Hernandez, Molly Kearney, Michael Longfellow, and Devin Walker have joined SNL as featured players for season 48, which will kick off October 1st. And Amazon Prime Video announced Thursday that it has greenlit Blade Runner 2099, a live-action limited TV series set in the world of Ridley Scott's beloved sci-fi film. The original Blade Runner director will serve as an executive producer on 2099, while Silka Louisa will be showrunner. There's no word yet on the exact premise or characters of the new series, though Scott said last year that the pilot and show Bible were already being written. He also said he expected the series to consist of 10 hour-long episodes. The title indicates that the show will take place 50 years after the events of Blade Runner 2049, the 2017 film by director Denis Villeneuve that itself took place 30 years after the original. For more on all of those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. 
Bravo is back for our number five pick. Maybe not what you're thinking there. The season premiere of SEAL Team. In the sixth season of the now Paramount Plus military drama, the stakes are higher than ever with members of the team injured, starting new lives back at home, or going the extra mile to help other teammates. Lives could be on the line with Max Terrio's Clay in the hospital after David Boreanaz's Jason making a bad call on the field. Here's a preview. I know we have lots of questions. It's how we deal after we're knocked down that makes us bravo. I know. If this is how I go, you're the one I want looking over there. The Navy destroyer USS Crampton was hit yesterday. 20 sailors were killed in the attack. Bravo will be deploying on a long-term special activities op. Not in Syria, who's there? Who isn't? Command's under pressure. One team is going to get decommissioned. Our first op without Clay could be our last op ever. Bravo will be the only Americans in North Syria. Show up for war and a Hello Kitty convention breaks out. My soldiers may not have your training, but they are feared. Fear. Think we can work with that? I made a bad call. Clay's fighting for his life right now because of me. We're still family. It doesn't change. When did Bravo become a bomb magnet? We never discussed what doing this together looks like. Maybe we should now. Somebody messed up and they need to be held accountable. Are you not telling me? killing our way out of this war. Maybe a little mercy goes a long way. Uh, Well, a little mercy surely does go a long way. Watch the season premiere of SEAL Team streaming Sunday on Paramount+. It's time to return to Alfea because our next pick... Fate the Wink Saga is back. The first season left off with a shocker after Rosalind took over the school, putting young Fairy Bloom and her friends in a tough spot because they aren't sure if she's good or evil. Showrunner Brian Young describes Rosalind as a wartime headmistress, so either way, the characters are in for a new world order as they face off with the Blood Witches. On a happier note, Season 2 brings to the show Flora, a highly anticipated character from the animated series which the show is based on. Here is a clip of Flora and Aisha dealing with a particularly creepy critter, Sans Magic. Aisha. (laughs) That way. Got it. Stop channeling. I don't think your magic works. Where is it? I don't know. Over there.
magic might not work. How about chemistry? Ah, well, E.W. spoke with Paulina Chavez, who plays Flora, about the Netflix adaptation's version of the character. Flora can fit in in any room, in any crowd. And so, yeah, I feel like the girls gravitate towards her. Flora gives some good advice. And she she's very much a person that cares about people a lot. And I think that's what makes her so easily lovable. She's very free-spirited. And she's well-traveled, easygoing. She's very opposite from her cousin, Tara. And you see some sparks fly between them. And uh, it's, it's her way of trying to, trying to find her way through the Wink Suite and find her place. And it's a wonderful journey. Class is in session at Alfea. Fate, the Wink Saga Season 2 is now streaming on Netflix. Let us escort you over to our next pick, the new episode of American Gigolo. The new Showtime drama series, which premiered last week, is a reimagining of the iconic 1980 film and stars John Bernthal as Julian Kay, a gigolo in modern-day L.A. who was wrongfully convicted of a murder. We meet Julian as he's released from prison after 15 years behind bars and now has to assimilate back into his previous life. But with a detective on his back, and his former lover still lurking, he'll have a lot more to deal with than he predicted. Here's a preview. Business is good. You make women blossom. They need you. Is this who you are when you're working? I lost 15 years of my life. I know you. You ain't hurt nobody. DNA results came back conclusive. You're a free man. I didn't hurt that girl. You were right. You can't be here. I understand. Okay. What's the problem? Wait a second. He'll just do it again. I'm not the same guy that I used to be. I changed. You gonna find out who did this. My wife had an affair. You said you had this handled. I hope she loves you as much as I do. Think somebody was out for revenge? Somebody set me up. It's not over. If something did go down back then, I gotta know the truth. I can always just be this guy who isn't scared. I jump in the water and I wash him off. Rosie O'Donnell, by the way, plays that detective, Detective Sunday, who originally put Julian in prison but is now investigating the very murder for which Julian was wrongfully convicted of committing. Watch it all go down on the new episode of American Gigolo, Sunday night at 9 on Showtime. 
It's trivia time. American Gigolo, as I mentioned, is a TV series adaptation of the 1980 Paul Schrader movie of the same name, which starred Richard Gere. But he was not the original leading man. Which of these three actors was not attached to play the title role at some point during that movie's development? Christopher Reeve, Tom Selleck, or John Travolta? Stick around for the answer, as well as our soundbite of the week and top two picks. What to watch will be right back. Hey everyone, I'm Sid Evans, Editor-in-Chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce Season 5 of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. The internet blew up last weekend when Disney released the first teaser trailer for its upcoming live-action adaptation of The Little Mermaid. We see our first glimpse of Halle Bailey as Ariel with her flowing dreadlocks and pearlescent rainbow mermaid tail, and we hear a snippet of her singing the animated movie's iconic song, Part of Your World. And that is our soundbite of the week. Take a listen. Out of the season is officially upon us. Friday is the long-awaited return of HBO's Los Espookies, the delightfully creepy comedy created by Anna Fabrega, Julio Torres, and Fred Armisen. The first season was a macabre delight in both Spanish and English, and the second season is just as weird and just as wonderful, following four geeky, horror-obsessed friends as they launch a business setting up spine-chilling encounters. EW caught up with the cast and creators recently to talk about the new season and the unexpected reaction to the show. Here is Fred Armisen and Ana Fabrega. I'm a fan of, it's someone who I was a fan of, or I am a fan of, Glenn Danzig, the singer from The Misfits. Oh, yeah. Oh, no way. <laughs> yeah. So I was, I couldn't believe it. I, you know, I was, all I wanted to do was tell him how great I thought he was. And then he was telling me about how much he loves Los Spookies. I love that yeah. show. <laughs> <laughs> and I was really pleasantly surprised by like the variety of, of different types of people who, who liked the show. Like sometimes I would get stopped by someone that I would be like, oh my gosh, I wouldn't expect you to like the show. And I'm so, that's so cool that you do, you know? Well, the second season includes the mysterious death of a beauty queen, some absurd cemetery shenanigans, and pop star Kim Petras as 
the U.S. Secretary of State. Get creepy with Los Espookies starting Friday at 11 p.m. on HBO. Our number one pick this weekend takes us after the altar for the couples of Love is Blind Season 2. The special episodes check in with our couples who said, I do, after their experiences in the pods. And while some things have changed since it was filmed, for instance, Nick and Danielle are getting divorced, as are Ayana and Jarrett, there's still plenty of drama, and now we're getting all the deets. Find out where Shayna and Shane stand, why Nick was so sweaty at his and Danielle's wedding, and who's got a new boo in their life. Take a listen for what to expect. Love is the hardest, best thing that'll ever happen. How's the dating world? Some of us are still searching. <laughs> so I moved on. It's just hard. Marriage is not easy. Like, if anybody tries to tell you it is, there's a lie. No, we never to the pod squad. Deep T and Kyle care for one another. I just want to be around him all the time, honestly. But after the shake, she doesn't deserve to go through that heartbreak again. With Shane, it's the lies. Behind the scenes, Natalie can be an instigator. Natalie is telling everybody that she found really inappropriate messages between me and you. Shayna is the other woman. She's still trying to tear me down when I've done nothing to her. There's your trust. Much more has happened. I need to tell my truth. If you don't make it, you move, yeah. I just don't want you to regret it. Are you nervous? A little bit. My parents know everything. Is there something that you're not sharing? He's never been held accountable. He's immature. Made my bed and I gotta lay in it. Is this a mistake that we made or is it something that should be fought for? If we take it there, it could be the best thing ever. But what if it doesn't work out? Cannot wait for this. Love is Blind After the Altar is now streaming on Netflix. And finally today, the answer to our trivia question. Which of these actors was not attached to play the starring role in the 1980 movie American Gigolo? Christopher Reeve, Tom Selleck, or John Travolta? Well, hopefully you didn't have to hire a PI to find this answer. It's Tom Selleck. John Travolta was originally attached to star in the movie, but he dropped out reportedly because of his mother's death and to care for his ill father. The role was then offered to Christopher Reeve, who turned down a $1 million offer. That is our show for today. We will have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm Executive Editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks for listening and have a great day. This episode of What to Watch was written by Callie Shep, Devin Kogan, and Alman Johannes. Written and produced by Ashley Boucher. Edited by Lauren Klein. Hosted and produced by Jared Hall. And executive produced by Chanel Johnson. To Watch. To Watch.